in the studio, clowning with my kid folk, feeling like a million bucks, even though we been broke. Shit, we been broke, doesn't mean we give up. May have lost some ground, best believe we catching up. Hot's going up, we've always been the long shot, so you'll get your money's worth from the team that I got. Doesn't matter how you start the race, it's how you finish, right? They're really gonna hate us when we're first across the finish line, hey. What's going on, everybody? It's Times, and welcome to the Times Podcast. And man, has it been a morning. I'm telling you guys, when I'm recording this, I am doing it right after a night of work and then coming home. I know these are released on Sundays, but I try to get some recording in before the weekend and everything. So I've got my weekends a little bit more free. So I'm actually recording these after waking the kids up for school getting them out to school and everything else. And my eight-year-old, y'all, is a complete monster in the morning. I love her to death, but she is a monster. Today, I heard everything. No, get out. I just She is not a morning child in any form of the imagination. And speaking about my eight-year-old, she's about to be nine in January, so my nine-year-old, she is completely relentless. So I'm having a conversation with my nine-year-old. We've been kind of wrestling around all day. And she looks at me and she says, you better knock it off before I get Tupac on you. For those, again, that don't know me very well, Tupac's kind of who I idolized growing up. So she knows this. So she's like, hey, I'm going to get Tupac on you. Well, my, well, my nine-year-old has uh, taken this infatuation to Michael Jackson recently, and she knows everything about him. Uh, you know when he was when he was born, uh, the day he died. Uh, she knows a lot of his music. I I don't know where this came from, but uh, she's a huge Michael Jackson fan. So I looked at her and said, "Well, you can't call Tupac because Tupac's dead. Like Michael Jackson's dead." And she looks me in my eyes and she says, don't talk about my king like that. You don't talk about my king like that. I was like, yeah, no, your king is dead. This child then gives me the coldest stare that you can give a parent at nine years old and says, that's why your mom is dead. Relentless. That is cutthroat. If you guys haven't. I guess notice already just by just by the conversation, dark comedy doesn't doesn't bother me at all. Maybe it's wrong of me to be this way, but I was proud, like in shock at first. But you're not going to find a better comeback in that situation than I mean, completely. I had nothing, y'all. Nothing. I've been completely floored by my nine year old. So if you found this funny, then. You're my kind of people. So just putting that out there. If you didn't find it that funny, I apologize. You're not in the dark humor or anything. But to me, it was hilarious. I love you, mom. But she got us. It, that's that's my nine-year-old. You know, the same child that was uh, ready to whoop my ass this morning for waking her up. So today's episode is all about taking risks. Did I say that right? Risks. Risks. You guys get it. Risks. You know, we're taking risk. I'm taking risk even trying to say the word risk right now. But so 
If I was to ask you to tell me something about yourself, for instance, you know, what you did today or this week or, you know, over the last month, if most of us was just to answer this question as honest as we possibly could, we would probably say that we do the same thing over and over every day, the same routine. And there's no telling how long we've been we've been doing that. One of the things that I've picked up on here recently and something that I've been working really hard for myself is living an average existence isn't really living. It's it's uh, more just existing. So, and you know, and for some people, maybe that's okay. Maybe that's they're okay with what their lives are and that's fine. But I'm not speaking to those people, the people that are just like, look, I'm happy with where I'm at. I'm coasting through life. Uh, You know, I I don't feel the way that you feel about things. I get it. You guys are cool shit, but this isn't this isn't a conversation for you guys. This is for people that struggle with the person that they are because they know they're worth they're they're worth so much more. And they're capable of doing so much more with their lives. So where they are in their life right now, it is fucking them up because they're not living up to their potential. That's where I've been at. And I know I'm not the only one that feels that way. The point I'm making is that for me, you know, we're not born to be average. We're not put here to just have an average existence to not create, evolve, and, you know, live the best life that we possibly can. I picked this up from Soul Soul Salt. It is going to be one of those days, guys, where I'm going to just stumble over every other word that I say. So I appreciate you guys listening, and I appreciate you guys dealing with me. SoulSalt.com. S-O-U-L-S-A-L-T.com. There, I'll just spell it out so you guys know what I'm saying. But taking a risk in life can catapult you towards success and drastically increase the chances of achieving your goals. Taking a risk involves straying out of your comfort zone and stepping into the unknown. And that in itself is terrifying for anybody that's not used to taking risk. But see, here's the thing. When we step out of our comfort zones... We are better capable to appreciate the beauty of the unknown, even though it's going to feel scary in the beginning. I don't think there's anybody who had a rough start to things and made something out of their lives that didn't take a ton of risk along the way to be able to do it. In 2009, and I talked about this a little bit on on the first episode uh, well, the first episode I came back, uh, episode 12. But in 2009, after 10 years of writing, recording music, you know, I stepped on stage for the first time. You know, I was scared of shit, like absolutely terrified to be on that stage. And y'all, when I say stage, I mean, this stage was in a hole in the wall bar, um, which I'm extremely appreciative. Like when I say that, I, it's not said in a disrespectful way because I truly appreciate the opportunity. This wasn't the only time I performed there, but um, the stage was literally about six <clears throat> six inches off the ground. 
So when I say stage, it's definitely not performing at a concert hall somewhere or something like that. Trust me. But I was scared to death to be on this stage. And like I said before, I was practically forced to get up on the stage by another artist, like not forced to get on there, but it was a, you know, shit, shit or get off the pot type situation. Uh, here I am. I'm over in Southern Indiana in this, in this bar that maybe would hold 200 people max. Uh, and there's probably roughly 50 people in, in the entire bar that night. I'm standing on stage. I've got one verse in the entire set. One verse. And I knew that going into is going, if I'm going to do this show, I'm going to make it as easy on myself as possible. So instead of, you know, this being a, a mistake that I made doing the show, instead of putting myself out there the same way that I put the other artists I was performing with out there, because I put the show set together and everything else. I had one verse that I was performing. And I look back on that day and there was just one thing about doing that performance that I was particularly proud of. Again, this stage, literally six inches off the ground. The crowd, the people are directly in front of you, standing probably about two feet back from this um, elevated piece of ground that we're standing on. And um, my verse comes up. I get ready to perform. And as soon as the verse comes on, I stepped off the stage and into the crowd and 50 people there. One of the biggest moments of me stepping out and introducing myself to anybody as any kind of hip hop artist or anything like that. I stepped right into the crowd and I said, told myself, fuck it. If I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it right in their face. They're going to see me for who I am right in their face. And, um, it was it, it was great. The song went over well. The verse went over well. And the rest, you know, is pretty much history as far as that goes. But it's that one step off of that stage into the crowd that I took that I couldn't be prouder of. Because up to that point, I wouldn't even do a show. Ten years of writing music, recording music, and not feeling good enough, I stepped off the stage and into the crowd and said, to hell with it. I'm going to do this verse right in their face. It was the best decision I could have made for the nights. The one thing I can tell you about taking risk and not taking risk is if you take the risk and you fail, at least you have the, at least I put myself out there, part of the risk to fall back on. So, you know, it didn't turn out the way that I thought it would turn out, but I put myself out there. If you don't take the risk, then you live with that unknown for the rest of your life. And if you continue just like not taking risk at all, you're going to take all that regret with you and you're going to look back on everything and go, man, I should have did this or I should have did that back in the days when I had the opportunity to do it. I was too afraid to take that risk. Take the damn risk. You never know if it's going to be worth it or not. But even if you fail, you can at least say that you're a strong enough person to at least put yourself out there and take the risk. And look, it's like MissMilani.com says, if you don't fall, you're never going to know how to get back up. 
So let me give you five reasons why taking risk is essential for success. Essential. There's another word that's just never going to come out right to me. Essential. Anyways, let's go ahead and get started. Number one, opportunities. Without taking risk, there's a chance that you're going to miss out on some amazing opportunities. You can open a world that you never even knew existed just by stepping out and taking a risk. Number two, taking risk is going to help you build confidence. And taking that risk and moving into an unknown requires you to have the confidence to do so. Now, you may not have that confidence right at the beginning. You might be scared to death again to take that risk, but you're going to learn from it. And that knowledge you gain is going to help you in the future. And that's going to take us into number three, which is learning. One of the biggest things taking risks is going to help you with is learning more about what it is that you're trying to take risk about. Like I said earlier, whether the risk paid off or didn't doesn't really matter in the sense of you gaining the knowledge of what it is that you you're attempting to get accomplished. So you get to look at the situation if you fail and go, Ooh, that shit didn't work. But now I know better. Now I know that I need to take this, this decision or, or, or this path instead of this path. So, uh, you're going to learn from it. You're going to, which is going to help you build the confidence to make better decisions in the future. And it's going to open opportunities up for you. And number four, is motivation. Taking risk, putting yourself out there, and learning from, you know, successes as well as learning from failures and is only going to motivate you more to continue to put yourself out there a little bit further. The more you learn, the more doors that you're going to open and you've got to have that motivation to be able to kick those doors off the hinges and continue progressing in the right direction. And number five, it's going to help you overcome the fears that are holding you back right now. That's going to be probably the biggest thing about taking a risk is that, like I said in episode 12, the main reason most of us don't try to execute on our dreams and what we really want out of life is fear. Taking risk to get what it is that we're trying to get out of life is going to help you overcome the fear that right now is holding you back. So why the hell wouldn't you take the risk? Why the hell wouldn't you put yourself out there and start taking the risk, understanding that you're completely limitless And the only thing that's holding you back is your own damn mind and not believing in yourself. Pick your damn self up and uh, get moving in the right direction. And, you know, this is this is, um, you know, one of those first steps. So number five, overcoming your fears. People who tend to take more risk are more often better when it comes to facing their fears. So five quick reasons. Number one, opportunities. Number two, build your confidence. Number three, 
learn something. You're learning from the experience. Number four, you're building your motivation to actually achieve the goals that you're trying to achieve. And number five, overcoming your fears. Now, one of the things that I've always been real big about is the circle that you keep. You cannot become a positive person and start looking at things from a positive perspective if you're keeping a circle full of negative people around you. And we're going to talk about that on another episode. In this situation, surround yourself with risk takers. If you are trying yourself to be a risk taker, I'm trying really hard to get that right, y'all. Risk. It's such a weird word to me. I don't know. Third shift shit. I don't know. But um, surround yourself with people that are willing to do the same thing. People that are out taking risk as it is. Risk. Risks. It's got to put emphasis on the S. It just sounds weird. Not people who take crazy risks. That's that become funny to me. I'm sorry, y'all. But uh, not people who take crazy risks. You know, things that can get you killed. But uh, risk takers that are chasing success, like you're out here wanting to chase. And the last thing that I'll add to this is, it's just a way to live a life fulfilled. And that's what the whole base of this podcast is because I, I, I still feel like a lot of what people deal with in their lives when they talk about the anxiety and they talk about depression and everything, I believe that a lot of us just aren't living the life that we want to live. Our lives, our lives don't feel like they're fulfilled. That's what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to kind of open some doors for people uh, that that refuse to open them to say, hey, you know, there is a way of doing this, but you got to you got to put yourself out there. And I promise you that once you put yourself out there, things will start getting better almost automatically, like maybe not financially right away or anything like that. But you'll start to feel like you're actually moving towards the person that you actually want to be. And I think that's why so many people suffer from the ailments, the things that hold them back like they do is because they aren't living that life. They're not even pushing towards the life that they want. They're just standing still. They're just existing. Stop existing and actually start living. A few things before I get out of here, please guys, if you're listening to this and you don't know anything about me, follow me on Facebook at times, just times T Y M E Z. Follow me on Instagram at Times Podcast. And um, if you're interested in hip-hop music, if you've never heard music from me before, a great way to help us out is also just to check the music out. It's on all platforms. Just uh, Google Tragic Times, T-R-A-G-I-C-T-Y-M-E-Z. Google it. Look me up on YouTube, um, any platform that you listen to music on. I should be on there. And just give me a listen and let me know what you think. I'd greatly appreciate it. If you are more into the hip-hop side of things, I'm also on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. All three of those pages, my music pages, are Tragic Times. Uh, if you follow me on TikTok, I put a bunch of uh, more comedic TikToks up. But I also have some of my music on there. I also have some clips from uh, the podcast on there. So I do a little bit of everything with my TikTok. I'm kind of all over the place with it. Subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to the podcast at 
That's going to help the podcast out tremendously. And uh, leave us a review. Hopefully, it's a five-star review. Hopefully, uh, my ranting and raving hasn't annoyed you that much to where you'd give me anything less than a five-star review. That's it. I'm done with my ranting and raving for this episode. I really appreciate you guys listening all the way to the end. Tune in next week for the next episode. I'll be here. I hope you guys are too. Later. In the studio, clowning with my kin folk, feeling like a million bucks, even though we been broke. Shit, we been broke. Doesn't mean we give up. May have lost some ground, best believe we catching up. Hot's going up, we've always been the long shot. So you'll get your money's worth from the team that I got. Doesn't matter how you start the race, it's how you finish, right? They're really gonna hate us when we're first across the finish line. Hey.